welcome to my crazy artist life podcast, where we lift the lid and take an honest look at all things art, creativity, and business. From growing as an artist, improving your art practice, the ups and downs of being creative, as well as crafting a strong business that is enjoyable and it also nourishes the soul. Join us as we take a deep dive into what life is like as an artist in my crazy artist life. Hi, Kat. How are you? Hey, Lisa. I'm actually feeling really good today. Um, Yeah, funnily enough, yesterday I had hypnotherapy. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, um, I don't know if the listeners out there know, I've had quite a bit of anxiety the last year and a bit and it's done wonders for my creativity. Yeah. So what's today's topic moving on from there? (laughs) Well, today we were actually really talking about a subject that's actually got a lot to do with the mind, which is what kills creativity. If you've ever found yourself in a creative funk where you just don't know what to do, everything you do is bad, you know, you know those times where you really want the juices to happen, the creative juices to happen, and they just do not. Yep, your mind's blocked. It's just not working with you. Um, you start procrastinating. Been there, done that. <laughs> On YouTube, Instagram. Oh, gosh, that just leads to a big rabbit hole, doesn't it? I'll just watch another YouTube video on how to paint instead of actually painting. Yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> Guilty as charged. There's actually a lot of things that contribute to um killing your creativity and I think creativity is one of those things that you do have to nurture um it's not something that flows without input um and being aware of what you need to have that input I think is really important absolutely um I've got a whole lot of points actually that kill your creativity (laughs) so um yeah I guess the first one is judging yourself prematurely um yeah. yeah before you even start that can just kill like you getting into the flow of creating and you're just thinking about oh gosh I'm just going to create something crap and nothing I do works and negative mindset negative mindset and it Mm. really doesn't get you anywhere yeah it is and if you sit down trying to create something beautiful and all you can think is well I don't think I'm good enough I don't think I've got what it takes um crap yeah you know. it's, it's not going to happen. Why is this line so squiggly? I want it to be straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and especially when you do start sketching and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so rubbish. You know, with you, you're trying it. And within the first 10 minutes, you could... You're it, already judging yourself. You're already judging yourself and then you give up. Yeah, and our, our main thing is don't give up. You've got to have the courage. So that's our next one. Don't lose courage you Mm. don't be fearful of taking chances and that's another thing you people just become fearful of trying new things and that really hinders your creativity um just sticking to the same thing is not going to help you grow do you reckon that is because when you do paint it's a little piece of yourself that's visible to the whole world absolutely and it's like you're showing a part of you to everybody else and everybody has that moment where they're like oh yeah oh yeah it's a really vulnerable thing to expose very vulnerable yeah it's um it's hard it's a piece of your heart out there especially you know that this is the reason why a lot of people don't post their stuff and um 
that kind of stopped me from posting my stuff for a while thinking, oh gosh, people are going to look at this and go, this is hideous or this is not the nicest thing I've ever seen. But you know, who cares? Just as I've said before, get yourself out there and um, take criticism. Which yeah, is, which is one other thing, you know, it can kill creativity. Criticism. If you take it personally. So I've got a brilliant story about this in the land before I became an artist uh, about a decade ago. Um, I worked in a fashion house and my job was to create all of these beautiful T-shirt prints and skirt prints and dress embroideries and, and beautiful things. It was, it was a very, very creative job, but there was an, an extraordinary amount of pressure and stress that came along with it and what used to happen was they would they would um, give us a whole pile of work to do a whole heap of designs that we had to make we had a really limited amount of time to make it and then we were working maybe 14 hour days all day Saturday and every time we did a piece of work we had to take it to the designers and get their feedback and what ended up happening was it was like a negative loop. I would design something that I would put all of my creativity into. I would make it new and brilliant because, of course, these are based on sales because it's retail. You need to create designs that you know people will be willing to wear. And then you'd show it to the designer and be like, oh, too yellow, too blue, too big, too small, too floral, too stripy, too spotty, you know. And then you'd go back and you'd rework it. And I remember really distinctly this one season where we were under an extreme amount of pressure to put out a Christmas range. And we had one T-shirt and it was the big seller of the of the whole thing. Like there was a lot of money waiting on this stupid T-shirt. And I did this T-shirt 25 times. Oh, gosh. Over and over. And by the time I got to the end of it, I I was looking at my computer screen and I was, the well was dry. That's excruciating. That's The well was to dry. The, yeah, just listening to that <laughs> makes me not want to go near that type of work. Gosh. It was really tough. Yeah. And, and um, I think maybe, I wonder if that's why people get creative burnout. It's the, the, the thing that they want to have to produce produce all the time the criticism the stress and time pressure oh yeah um well that in itself causes lack of sleep because you're stressed out about Mm. it and that's sleep is a huge one like if you don't get enough sleep your brain's just not working sleep is so important like when you go to sleep it's your brain's opportunity to actually rest and process everything through the day and i found I know you, you're the same as me because we've got little kids. If we have a, a week of broken sleep, we are just in a fog for, you oh, know, for, for, for a, a while. while. <laughs> and you just cannot think of anything creative. And I, I've actually had days where I know I've had bad sleep. I do not pick up the paintbrush because I know well, you feel my brain's like, not yeah, there. You feel like you're not going to get something out that's worth even trying for. So that that's not a good thing. I mean, I think you should get your paintbrushes out anyway well you should shouldn't you (laughs) You should even if it's something crap um because crap things turn in could turn into amazing things i mean that that's your fear of failure isn't it Mm. when you when you don't create you're just like oh i'm tired i'm gonna create something crap if i actually do do something because i'm just not in the zone but Mm. you know turning up as we've always said, you yeah. know, you got to you got to create anyway, up. no matter what what mood you're in. Yeah, I agree with that. One of the other things that I wanted to talk about was the lack of um, direction. Like often when you 
uh, just painting sporadically, you can you can get caught up by the what do I paint, and the what do I paint becomes such a big um, hill that you feel like you it it kind of puts you off. And I often work in collections or themes, so I'll set a theme to a series of paintings and I'll stick within the theme. And I find it easier to paint because I know today when I sit down, I'm painting Australian natives and this is what I'm painting and I know where to get my inspiration yeah. from. I know what photos to look at. I know how to draw, how to sketch. But if I if I had a blank canvas, it, it can be a little bit like, it's overwhelming. Do it? I do a figure? Do I do an abstract? Do I do a... There's so many options. What do I do? There's <laughs> options overwhelming. Exactly. Well, this is why I sketch a lot of the time, especially in the times where I'm really running dry on actually get picking up a paintbrush mm. if I'm feeling exhausted I'm just like you know what I'm gonna grab my sketchbook and just draw something that I see on Pinterest even if it's like just a face or a flower mm. um that kind of gets me going and doing something I feel like you know I I haven't sat here doing nothing and feeling sorry for myself yeah, yeah. and being exhausted but at least you know I've moved my hand and I feel like I've actually achieved something even if Mm. i look back at that in a week's time and go oh i did that oh maybe if i add this to it then it will turn into something else but yeah sketching is a great thing for me it's such a good habit when i'm feeling dry high and dry dry. (laughs) (laughs) what about when you i found this when you've got to make and you i know you do too when you've got to get like six paintings done in a week and you are just pumping them out and it's not about exploring creativity it's about just getting them out just getting them out and i think that's actually a real pressure point as well oh definitely it's exhausting and once you're done with that you just feel like you need to have a holiday from it and you're definitely not doing your best work either because you're, you're you're just um yeah, making it to fill in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, like if you've got a show coming up and you've left it till last minute, which is sometimes... Pick me. Yeah, <laughs> which is a lot of the time what I do because um, I prioritise incorrectly. And, um, yeah, that, that puts a lot of pressure on you. And then at the end you're just like, oh, why did I leave it till the last minute? <laughs> Should have started this weeks ago. I learned that I could paint four portraits yeah. in like three days. I, know, I remember that. With and a nine-month-old. They were pretty amazing, I reckon. You did but pretty I, well. But they, they did feel like at the end, like I'd lost my creative edge because I was just pushing Pumping, them yeah. out and there wasn't that sense of play. Yeah, Because I didn't have that, that area to go, mm, I wonder what would happen if I tried this tried this instead. Or yeah. did this colour. Or yeah. yeah, you just had no time for experimentation into yeah. Yeah, making it a little bit different. You're just like, okay, I've got this. I'm going to do this. And, yeah, you don't expand it to experiment. And it kind of feels like a cheap knockoff of the real deal, doesn't yeah. it? When you, when you just slam it Even if it's your out. own. Yeah. yeah. You're like, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I really <laughs> wanted it to be so much better. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think the, the biggest one these days that stops people's creativity is comparison. Mm. It's huge. With so much access to social media and artists being online now, with technology you just I'm I know I'm constantly looking at Pinterest and Instagram and going oh my god (gasps) why do I even bother like why (laughs) am I painting look at these amazing artists like they are incredible and you I do I do feel down sometimes like looking at these I'm like holy cow I could never be that good 
Like, look at the brush strokes. Look at those smooth lines. Like, how do they do that? But you know what? I, I've started to take that and make myself push myself to create like that. Mm-hmm. Well, not exactly like that, but you know, to to get to, to use it I as a benchmark. To. Yeah, I, I help. I make it help me motiv- motivate me. Well, you should be wanting to improve, and you should be wanting to um, learn technique, new techniques, and get better at your um, your you know brush techniques and your color mixing. Like I think. For me, I I often think that the difference between a really good painting and a really bad painting is color mixing. It's it's spending that time to to try out new stuff. Yeah. Try out new stuff, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you know, with that, you need confidence to mm. to go out and try new stuff. Yeah, and not yeah. overthink. It. <laughs> overthinking is another one. Overthinking is another one, and the other one is actually when you um, and I think this probably comes back to the negative self-thinking is where you overwork a painting because you just can't be happy with it yeah you just keep going and the more you go working on the painting the more you're going oh this looks terrible I should have left it 10 minutes ago (laughs) why did I even do that I've so done that before yes and in those times I've just gone okay start over new one (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh that's not fun um I think that surrounding yourself with positive people encourages Mm. you like if you have crappy people around you that Mm. are just not into your art Mm. or into creativity at all I think that kind of discourages you to create as well you just feel like yeah yeah and I think yeah that's exactly right um I find when I'm when I'm hanging around people who are creative you kind of bounce off each other don't you definitely you, you would be talking about an idea and then somebody would go, oh, I wonder if you could do this. And be like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, yeah, I should Definitely. do this too. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think being part of Facebook groups that are really amazing is really encouraging. Like I've noticed artists grow so much mm. just from like seeing what they've created through Facebook groups that they're in. And, you know, all the artists in there, a lot of the Facebook groups that I am on, people are so supportive and encouraging and yeah, there's not much negative negativity. I, I haven't found a negative art community yet. Thank, thank thankfully, God. I'm crossing my fingers on both sides of my hands. I because don't think they'd exist if they were there. Because I'm sure there's one run. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't seen one, thankfully, yeah, for both of us. So the other one that I wanted to talk about is, and, and a lot of it really is um, emotional with, like, if you've got a lot of stress or pressure or anger I cannot get creative if I'm angry um I know when COVID hit and there was um drama after drama with all of the United States media things that were happening over there oh yeah I actually had to because it was ongoing for a few weeks and I had to distance myself from the events a little bit like I still wanted to be aware of what was going on but I had to I was very aware that it was affecting my mindset and affecting my positive outlook. And I think sometimes um, you just have to guard your your mind and in what inputs you get in as well, like like um, choosing what books to read, choosing what blogs to li- read, choosing what um, news sources to listen to. Oh, you get really cranky on the news. Oh, you do. <laughs> Hearing like... Uh, false false news is that what it's called yeah that really gets you down yeah i i completely 
shut off from the news. Mm. Um, I just got my husband to give me what's important, yeah. <laughs> what I needed to know, to know, because I my anxiety was at an all-time high when all that and started. And it was hard to do creative it work was. as well. It like, was. I, I did push myself, and a lot of the time I actually used it. It really helped me um, to just be in the moment and, you know, use that to soothe my brain mm. and be, be in another, another world. Mm. Um, but, yeah, if you listen to the wrong stuff and – Mm. get the, let the news get to you it's it's really hindering Having negative people around you that are constantly negative actually really does i think that's maybe why artists are often very um solo like they go yeah. into their studio and that's it yeah. don't talk to me i need to just get my, my head closed. in the right spot yeah because they actually need that solace to to, to concentrate um, yeah process things and and do all of that definitely um i i cannot talk enough uh, highly enough about um self-care oh yes yeah you you need you time yeah taking time for you um sleep um gratitude journals good food if you if you eat a really heavy meaty high fat <laughs> meal a big mac go and just stop your face on maccas and then come back and try and paint a painting it's not gonna work <laughs> no and i feel heavy if i eat anything like that i actually yeah. feel like gross and yeah. when you feel gross you don't want to create no you like... don't so eating really well it's actually really important because you you want to have a body and a mind that's well nourished and exercise i know often I, if i go for a big walk yeah you know while i'm walking i'm looking at flowers i'm looking at the clouds i'm looking Gives at you inspiration the, yeah i'm looking at the leaves i'm looking at the house i'm the you know. smells they all help yep. you feel like you're alive and beautiful daylight yeah, just the beautiful surroundings mm. really give you a positive outlook on mm. life you know what i did this morning i actually got up with the sunrise oh nice and i got my cup of tea and i actually just stood in my backyard in my slippers and bathrobe and drank my cup of tea in that morning light and it was just it was really calming and really beautiful just to be i bet i know it was early so i was like a bit blurry but sunrise (laughs) it was just beautiful and i think um Guarding yourself when it comes to good self-care as an artist especially if you really want to tap into that that um that magical part of creativity if i can say that yeah you know what i you mean you certainly can <laughs> yeah you you do need to have that element of self-care and and just looking after yourself take a bath have a nice hot shower good drink definitely nice tea makes... tea tea makes every painting better in my world <laughs> <laughs> for me it's coffee i don't drink that much coffee but when i do yeah i do need one a day <laughs> I don't start a painting without a fresh cup of tea. I know you don't. <laughs> if I'm going to paint, it's going to be with a cup of tea. In winter especially, I think it's really nice to have a nice hot beverage next to you while you drink. It is. Yeah, while you paint. Um, one other thing, there's actually two sides to this. Um, so lacking expert knowledge was mm. um, one that I had. Yeah. And... I think people this comes kind of comes with fear like you you just think oh I don't know how to do that I don't know how to use this medium Mm. and I'm actually guilty of this like with new mediums like oils you'll just jump in and play well I do but a lot of the time there's definitely a fear I don't know why the fear is there I mean Mm. what's the worst that could happen like 
You, oh. throw, you throw a canvas out. It's not really the yeah, end even of the then, world. You could always paint over it. But then, like, there's a, there's paintings I don't actually – I'm like, I want to use oils. But then I think, oh, gosh, what if it goes wrong? And then I have to paint over with oils. And I don't know. I, I don't know how to do that. Mm. And it freaks me out and I avoid doing it. And this is why, mm. like, I do use oils as my last layer in my paintings. But I would love to do paintings with just oil from beginning to end. Ooh. And I've done courses online. <laughs> you should make it a goal. I know. I'm you should going to a, do it. You should make it a... <laughs> Damn it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. But there's that fear that stops me for some reason. Mm. And I don't even know why it's there. Like, why do I fear it? Like, it's fear of failure. But who cares if I fail? I don't know Mm. why. It's just this ridiculous thing. But, yeah, when you don't have the expertise because you haven't practised, you avoid it. Mm. And I have been avoiding it. I am guilty. I've been avoiding... really large pieces sometimes oh I feel, yes i feel that they can but be, they are quite intimidating they are quite intimidating i still do avoid them but i yeah. you really have to push yourself you have to have the confidence to push yeah. yourself so on the end, other end of this lack of experience i think it's actually great to have um, a lack of experience in art in creativity because i think that way it's it's so exciting to explore new things and mm. see what they do and um, see how they flow like alcohol inks when I first started using them I just thought it was so magical and it was really fun and I'm like I could do this with it and I could yeah. mix this with it, with it and it, it's really exciting and um, it starts a whole chain reaction in your mind about possibilities and exactly. new ideas exactly and that's what you want to tap into exactly and just continue on from there and you'll creative world gets bigger and bigger which is so much fun especially when you're in mixed media the other on the other end of it is being too much of an expert where you'll know what you're doing so much that you stop playing and experimenting you just kind of stick stick to the one thing yeah you stick to the one thing and you don't explore and it kind of hinders you it does yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're both a good thing and a bad thing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely agree with that. Well, I've got a couple of little creative exercises for everyone listening if you are in the creative funk at the moment. So I just found these online. Thanks, Google. Um, <laughs> <laughs> credit where credit's due. Uh, so the first one is to draw for 15 minutes with your opposite hand. Oh, yes. I've seen a lot of artists actually start out a lot of their paintings using their left hand because oh. it's yeah using a different part of your brain it is yeah um, it warms you up yeah and it warms you up and it just loosens you up and mm. helps you just release that fear and just you know don't even worry about what your left hand's doing who cares just yeah. do something with it yeah that's great the other one was um creative writing or poetry or journaling because it's such a it's still creative, but it's yeah. a, it's linguistic instead of visual. Oh, I used to love love doing poetry. I, yeah, yeah, because really. I used to write songs and yeah. back in my singing days, and that was really fun. I used to yeah poetry and lyrics. Mm. You know, they kind of go hand in hand, and I used to love creating songs. And I used to think of a topic mm. and go, okay, I'm going to write a song about this, and because it kicks in your imagination as well when Definitely. you're writing creatively, you're yeah. picturing what you're writing. Absolutely, so and I've heard. A lot of um, artists actually playing a certain song and painting Ooh. to this song, saying this song is 
this painting. Like, yeah, I love that? that. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Something different. <laughs> love that. The other one is paint in one color. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just to reduce it all the way down to one color and that's that's probably a little bit more of a technical one uh you could also try painting with a new medium as previously discussed <laughs> <laughs> don't fear it just do it <laughs> i did get inspired to get my oil pastels out uh, a couple they of weeks fun. ago and um I haven't broken them out yet because I need to maybe just put them on my desk so that they're yes. there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Once it's in view. It's easier. It's easier, yeah. And you can get your fingers in there. Yeah. Using your hands and fingers Yeah, is a really good way of doing yeah, I stuff. Love, I love um, tactile creativity. Yeah. So charcoals, mm-hmm. um, oil pastels, even soft pastels, like they're really fun to play with. You can just do it with your fingers. You Beautiful. don't need any tools. They're yep. pretty fun. So a couple of other things you could try if you're feeling uninspired is there's on Instagram, there's a whole lot of artists doing paint this in your style um, Ooh, yes. or draw this in your style. The and art challenges. Yeah. There's art challenges all over the place. October is actually a huge time for challenges i feel like there's 50 challenges that come do you out know what hashtags to um look up so that people can can search a hashtag for a challenge yeah so the draw this in your style hashtag is is on instagram and mm-hmm. there's millions and millions of artists that have joined Ooh. in on there um so there's a whole plethora of work that you can join your style it's really fun um the other one is draw Loween during october that comes out oh, but that's a halloween it's a halloween inspired one um, art there's challenge. one that mab grave mab graves does um she's an amazing artist and she's got a huge following she she does in october um a whole lot of the halloween inspired um challenge and there's there's inktober you've They're done that a few october. years in a time a few I've years done, in a row yeah. yeah it's actually quite uh, <laughs> stressful at times because it's hard to keep up doing a daily challenge I mean there's heaps of challenges out there that you don't need to do daily like maybe once a week um, and that's more doable it, it can get overwhelming sometimes when it's a daily challenge so if you can't do that that's completely fine you know mm. just feel comfortable with what you're doing I think even just downloading the picture of the prompts because some often when they do an art challenge they'll they'll have a whole heap of prompts that they'll give you and it's a case of just screenshotting it or writing it down on a piece of paper and having it on your your desk where you paint exactly. so that the next day you can um, choose one of the next topics. It's it's a good way to just get to build that creative muscle. Oh, definitely. And get it going. And when you have something to inspire you, you have a lot more chance of getting something done rather mm. than just sitting there with a the blank canvas going, oh, what do I do? <laughs> Oh, this has been so much fun, Lisa. This has been a really good conversation. And I really hope if you're in a creative funk that we've given you a couple of little tools in your tool belt to overcome it. Yes, for sure. I know I have taken away a few things from this one. All right. See you next time. All right. Have fun. Bye. that's it for today's episode we hope you thoroughly enjoyed it would you like to subscribe that way you can get notifications when we bring out new episodes every week also don't forget to follow us on social media and if you want to you can leave a review that would be fantastic have a great week and see you next time